Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We're going to talk some cricket because the Black Caps, they're resuming today. They've got South Africa 140 for five. 211 runs behind. The Black Caps were up against it in their first innings, but were bolstered by a great knock from one of their veterans. That's it. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. There he goes. Test match 100 number two for Colin de Grandhomme. Scored at a time when New Zealand needed it most and scored in the entertaining fashion you expect from him. Very well played, sir. Very, very well played, as Macca alluded to. Craig McMillan doing the call there with our very own Baz McCullum. Colin de Gronholm scoring, scoring his second test century in emotional fashion. South Africa have come out to play in the second test, finally showing why Baz Hyped them up all those weeks ago. A great bowling effort late in the day yesterday, though, as the, as the Black Caps in the hunt. Peter Fulton is on the line now, and he's down in Christchurch. Morning, mate. Have you checked out Hagley at all lately? What's What's been happening, mate? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, I haven't been I haven't been down to um, I haven't been down to watch any of the Test matches live. It's um, obviously a little bit limit, yeah. little bit of a limit on crowds and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah. Hell of a performance in the first test by New Zealand, and I think this um, I think the second test is shaping up. It's going to be a pretty exciting finish. Yeah, she's hard to pick, isn't it? I was um, having a wee conversation with Bears last night, just trying to get a lead into to what he's thinking. He's a bit on the fence too. It's pretty hard to say. Like obviously, two hundred eleven, you think that's achievable, but Ricardo alluded to it early on in the show. Two hundred and four has been the highest second in his total chase down at Hagley Oval. Uh, so what's what's your little take, mate? Where you see this? Where you see this going? Um, well, I think obviously the you know bit of a cliche, but the first the first sort of forty minutes to an hour will be important this morning because if New Zealand mm. can pick up a couple of wickets, they can probably give themselves a chance to you know I guess chase something around that two fifty in in the last innings. I think mm. um, I think the wickets going to still be pretty good for batting, so that's certainly achievable. But yeah, like you say, whether it's at Hagley or any other ground around the world, you know, four things, run, chase, run, run chases are never easy. So, 
yeah, South Africa will be hoping they can get up to sort of 280 or anything over 300. Um, but you know, it's going to be like I said. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a pretty exciting finish. Yeah, Pete, looking forward to uh, day four getting underway today, mate. Um, the Black Caps uh, got it all to do with the ball. Um, what do you think? I mean, you know Hagley Oval better than most, mate, uh, all your years playing for Canterbury and, and in the Black Caps. Um, I think, as, as he mentioned, you know, just over 200 is the most ever chased down in the fourth innings. Um, Conditions-wise and things, what's it, What's that Hagley pitch do at about day four, day five? Oh look, I think it'll it'll still be pretty good for batting. I think part of the reason why you don't you haven't seen a lot of run chases in the fourth innings at Hagley is because the game's already over by the by the fourth innings. Um, and <laughs> yeah. and in recent times, it's because New Zealand have you know New Zealand have won pretty convincingly. So yeah, that that's the reason I think for the for the for the sort of that stat around the run chase. But um, yeah, it, it'll be a good wicket. I think it'll be it probably at its, almost at its best today. I think you know I'm standing outside at the moment and. It's, it's going to be blue sky and um, you know a reasonable day, I think. So, so that'll be that'll be in the batsman's favour if the sun comes out. Um, but like I say, it's, it'll come down to that first hour. We've got to we've got to try and get some get a couple of early wickets and and try and try and restrict the South Africans to as you know as low a score as possible. Now I heard uh, Baz McCullum on day one of the test uh, talking in commentary about Colin de Gronholm actually and saying that uh, he'd been talking to him pre-test match and said, mate, get, do us a favour, how do you actually pronounce your name? How is it said properly? Is it de Gronholm, <laughs> de Granholm, does it, what is it? And um, uh, Dutchie's <clears throat> answer was, I don't care. So uh, what, ch- <laughs> what chance that I don't care is his new nickname in the sheds? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, I think you got a few nicknames. Um, can't repeat all of them on radio, but um, yeah, like I said, that that probably that probably sums them up. Because sometimes when you you know sometimes when you watch him bat, you think he doesn't care either. But um, but but he does. I know he does. He takes you know he takes a lot of pride in his performance. And um, yeah, he sort of I guess two or three months ago, you probably wondered maybe if his international career was over um, for New Zealand. He's sort of out of the side and. Yeah, to come to come back the way he did, and you know, in the context of a game, 120 not out, um, you know, that's that's going to be that's going to be right up there if you know New Zealand can get this win. Mate, some some pretty proud performances, uh, particularly in that first test, and then Matt Henry uh, following on in, in the second test. Mate, is your Canterbury coach and and some proud Cantab players there really stepping up to the mark for you, mate? Mate, you've been pretty proud of, to see the boys Henry Nichols in the first and then get his century and. Matt Henry, the way he was able to bowl and you know his back against the wall, getting an opportunity with Trent bowled out and, and really relishing and taking that opportunity for you, mate. You must be pretty proud to see that. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see those guys have success. And you know, you touched on Henry Nichols. He didn't, you know, he hadn't really he hadn't played a game for about three weeks because he did, um, you know, his his wife had, you know, just had the first first yeah. child, so um, he he didn't hadn't had much preparation at all. So it just shows the. You know, I guess how important the mental side of the game is um, that he was able to get that 100 in the first test. He looked really good in the second innings. Uh, sorry, in the first innings of the second test too. So great for him. And yeah, as you said, Matt Henry, um, just a real good team guy. You know, quite often, you know, I don't know how many times he would have been 12th top man for New Zealand, but it's a lot. Um, never complains. Just gets on with the job and yeah, got his got his opportunity. And that's what everyone always talks about. You know, when you get an opportunity, you've got to take it and. Um, there's probably probably a few people in that uh, sort of New Zealand <clears throat> coaching setup who were, who were quite glad that they didn't have to make a decision between you know <laughs> between the, the 
fast bowlers as to who to who to leave out for the second <laughs> test. They're probably quite happy that yeah, that Trent was was going to have another week at home. Well, I actually got to ask you. I've seen a bit of chat about this, Pete, on uh, amongst uh, Black Caps fans online. Uh, given that Matt Henry obviously got sixty in the last test, and uh, and Wags got forty nine, and we know Jamison can hold a bat, is it time to drop Tim Southey to number eleven? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, like I said, they haven't they haven't done it yet. So yeah, try they, telling Timmy that. Now, He's an angry yeah, bugger. He, I, he, yeah, he gets, he, he's very he gets he gets very prickly when you start when you start talking about that. He's he's got, he's got a few stats and about his average and you know things how many fifties he's got and things like that. But um, yeah, I, like I said, they haven't they haven't done it they haven't done it so far. So it's probably one of those where like does it does it make that much difference in the context of the game? You certainly um, you know you don't you don't want to make Saudi angry because you know he's such an important part of the bowling attack. So maybe you just you know. You just bite, bite the bullet, and just you know try and keep try and keep on his good side. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I had a wee run in with uh, Tim Sally when I was in my younger days playing for CD as ND, and oh my goodness, what an absolute heckler he was! Very, very fiery, <laughs> passionate, passionate as they come, mate. Quickly, um, just just have a quick uh, conversation with you about the current black uh, black cap squad, and uh, they had some success at the Halbergs and well deserved as well. Um, you know, team of the year and. Kane Williamson, Sportsman of the Year for, for the men's um, athletes. So they've had a lot of success, and you've been a part of that environment. You've been a uh, batting coach. You've played for the Black Cats. For you, mate, what's your, what's your initial uh, thoughts on, on how the uh, you know, Black Cats have been going as of late, and what, what do you think it's come down to? Uh, you, and tell us about Gary Stead and his direction he's been able to instill into the squad. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just really cool to see when you think, I, I know for myself growing up, um, you know, the New Zealand team, like we always, we always sort of punched above our weight, I guess you'd say. And, you know, anytime you, you know, you you get, get the odd win against England or Australia or South Africa, or, <clears throat> you know, you'd sort of be like, you know, that's, that's pretty cool to be able to compete with those teams. But I think the way that the team now um, go into those sort of, those games or those series, just actually thinking, not just hoping they're going to win, but, Sort of, I guess, believing that they they can win and they should win. Um, so yeah. that that's, that sort of probably sums up, I guess, where the where the team's at at the moment. They've got a lot of self belief, and you know that comes from a few things. But um, I think first and foremost, I mean, they've got. You know, when you look at Kane, you know, Ross Taylor, who's just who's just sort of finished or about to finish. Um, you know, Trent Bolt, Tim Southey. They've got they've got some. You know, Devin Conway, Kyle Jameson. They've got some guys who are sort of right up there in terms of world class players. Um, you know, and then you throw, throw in the likes of Tom Latham and Henry Nichols and Neil Wagner. So, yeah, first and foremost, it starts with some great players, um, but that doesn't that doesn't just happen by accident. I guess it's a reflection on you know the the Black Caps coaching staff, the support staff, the um, you know New Zealand cricket as a whole have you know obviously developed a really good sort of pathway for the young guys to come through and um, you know continue to get better. So you you feel the the general public the Black Caps are expected to win every match now with how they've been performing as of late. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I think I think um, I think unless you go to unless you're going to play Test matches in India or probably Test matches in Australia, I think um, I think now we're at the stage where yeah, just about any game we walk on the field that the the, the public would sort of expect the Black Caps to win, which you know as you guys would know sort of. 
you know, 10 years ago, that certainly wasn't the case. How does that change the mentality yeah. in the dressing room, Pete? When you, you know, you, you've sort of gone from being, you know, trying to fire the boys up to, to, you know, sort of overcome a team to being the team that somebody's chasing. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is, a, it is a slightly different mindset, but I think we saw that probably even yesterday. Um, you know, 100 and, 150 for five or whatever we were at the start of the day, you're probably thinking, well, South Africa are going to have a pretty big lead here. Um, mm. to, to fast forward to the end of the end of the day's play, and yep, South Africa, you'd probably still say are on top, um, but but there'll be a lot of belief in that New Zealand dressing room that they can they can bowl them out and chase 250, 260, um, you know, and get the win. And again, that's that's not something that would have happened in the past. So. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of really mentally strong cricketers in that in that dressing room, and um, yeah, that's a big part of why they're having so much success. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Peter Fulton, uh, former batting coach for the Black Cats, current coach of Canterbury, absolute champion, mate. Quickly before we let you go, Black Clash, did you just say, look, I don't want to go and embarrass Caelan Bosch here again and <laughs> and hit him for seventy off one over, or did you just? You know, because of how you played, they were like, look, we just want to even that. What happened there? You didn't get the call or what? No, nah, well, mate, I, I thought after after watching this year's performance, um, <laughs> it was probably the other way around. I think the, I think the cricket players, I think we got we got embarrassed this year, so maybe maybe the, they were just trying to even it up. But um, no, nah, nah, in all seriousness, we had a, we, um, I was keen to play, but we had a, we had a game the day before, a T20 game the, the day before, and we had a T20 game yeah. the day after. So I didn't think it would be a great look yeah. for the, for the coach to, to miss the training before the <laughs> before the game and 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 also uh, based on based on previous years um, you know I, I wasn't sure I was going to be in peak physical fitness on the on the on the day of our game so uh, yeah I thought it was probably best just to stay away for for, for a season Ho- hopefully next year the hopefully next year the schedule is a bit different and we can uh, I can get back there. Well, I think the rugby players were actually quite glad you weren't there, mate, because I was standing in the field watching you absolutely annihilate Caelan Boschier, and I was just kept giving you a bit of stick, and you just kept laughing at me. And I was like, poor fella. He's got no confidence, but, mate, oh, you're dead he's, right. He's going, all right. He's, got a, he's, going, he's going all right. He's got a, you know, he's playing super rugby. He's, you know, he's all right. Yeah. He he's going, he, he he's going right. good for the Chiefs. <laughs> he's going good for the Chiefs. Another talented... <laughs> Another talented sportsman in New Zealand, mate. Appreciate your time on the show, Peter Fulton. Uh, absolute champion, mate. And uh, we'll catch up very, very shortly. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. There you two go. Peter. That's Peter is Fulton. It, is is there a better nickname in New Zealand Ooh. sport than Two Meter Peter? Oh, mate, honestly, watching him just really dismantle the team rugby down here in Christchurch, it was just something to... I was amazed. Just as... Footwork, his speed with the bat, just hand-eye coordination. Everything was coming out of the middle. Woo! Amazing, amazing. So that was Peter Fulton. Uh, Black Caps are right up against it. He just said, very cliche, but the next first 40 minutes to an hour in the first test series, uh, day four this morning will be a big showcase of how this Black Caps is going to unfold. Uh, we'll be back very, very shortly. We're going to go over to Ricardo because I've got my daughter on my lap. <laughs> I was just yeah, gonna, sorry about I was that. just going to give you a, a, a stat, is it? I know you like a you like a cricket yeah. stat. How's this? This came from yeah. Francis Payne, who is Mister Stats, right? So you never question these stats. The highest average of a black caps batsman at home who scored more than a thousand test runs. Guess who sits third? Peter Fulton. No, Colin de Gronholm. 
Colin. Yeah. So the highest averages of Colin, black caps the... batsmen at home in test matches have scored more than a thousand. Kane's got sixty five. Ross has got fifty three. Then CDG fifty two, and then a bloke called uh, Martin Crow at fifty. Wow, CDG. And look, there's been a lot of chat about his position in the squad and how he hasn't really fired as of late. And just um, and then just hearing that stat, hey, it's, he's been doing, he's okay. Hey, just probably a bit more overseas. We haven't really seen the best out of him going overseas. And, yeah, he didn't um, really go that well in India, did he? Nah. No. So, but then, I mean, nah, what know, a stat. That's a, great stat. That's a tough place to go and, and, and do well, mate. A tough place to go. I tell you what, that's the thing. I know he's playing for the Northern Brave at the moment, but he should really. The, the, his record at Hagley Oval, if you're Canterbury cricket, you're like, let's <laughs> sign that bloke. If, we, if he can do that in half, his, <laughs> in half the games because we're playing at Hagley Oval, let's get him in. Let's get him in. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That was Peter Fulton talking about the Black Caps. Big day. Moving day, as they say in golf. This is moving day today. We'll see what's going about to unfold this morning, and we'll get a wee update tomorrow from maybe our own Baz McCullum. Because today, well, last night he was a bit unsure what's going to happen in uh, this this pretty evenly matched Test series. South Africa, two hundred eleven ahead. Great to chat to Peter Fulton. We'll be coming back shortly. We're going to talk a bit about Roger Tuivasa Sheck because I had a front row seat to his performance on the weekend. Apart from that last little moment, I thought he was outstanding. I'm going to eat my hat after a wee break. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.